I know that you've all been prepared for this, but I thought I'd just remind you just the same. Can you handle that? Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel John Tui. We got Carmack in the back, and this is Invasion of the Potty Snatchers. Let's get to it, motherfuckers. Basically, we are the mayor. <laughs> so Noel, we're back for another day. Yesterday we did um, uh, Alice Three Alice. Now we're back with From Beyond from director Stuart Gordon, starring many of the same cast from Reanimator. And uh, we're going to cover the 1980s today. And this is my choice movie. I've seen once, totally forgot what it was about. And yeah, I just, same. Yeah. <laughs> I literally just want, I, I seen the synergy. I heard Stuart Gordon talking about it on a documentary, and then we were doing this history of horror series. And I thought it'd be a cool bit of synergy with our first episode, Reanimator, and include this in the series. Totally forgot what the movie about. It is fucking messed up. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And you know, after watching it now at least twice, but maybe three times in, in total, I still like <laughs> pineal gland. But do you want synopsis for pineal. this film? Pineal. 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 Pineal gland. Yeah. Probably there you both, go. We're both probably wrong. Yeah, we're both probably wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, the pineal gland. Yeah, it? pineal. Yeah. yeah. And it was about, the concept is that it's an extrasensory organ and they yeah. build a resonator that that taps into it and makes it grow and brings evolves it. And yeah. you obviously start to experience the world at a different dimension or outside of kind of, I don't know, the normal universe. And that all sounds very high concept, but it's all kind of like, rapey and in the t- in the fucking attic of a house you know it's it, to me it felt like reanimator mixed with hellraiser in a lot of ways oh uh, you know what <laughs> I, I, I i i just thought today that i had hellraiser vibes because of it the did, body horror aspect yeah and just uh, the whole sexual element to it that yeah was, like, that was in reanimator but it wasn't really as central as it is in this movie no you know and then I mean? hellraiser the, at least the original hellraiser it was based in a house essentially as well like, yeah it, it, it all Almost all, if not all, took part in that one house. Yeah, and, exactly. uh, This had the mental institution and stuff like that, but it, it all came back to the house. The yeah, house is like, yeah, like the whole second act is entirely in the house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a messed up watch. I, I mean, I, I'm not particularly into. I, I I like horror that makes you uncomfortable. That's why I think the sign, but not necessarily. Like, Ugh, that's pretty gross. Yeah, but that thing came out for the first time. I was like, when um, I was watching that scene where Jeff Combs' head starts uh, bulging for the first time, yeah. I'm like what the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then I forgot about it. And then like a little while later, he's getting eaten by a monster. For some reason, he comes out hairless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then, he comes out completely hairless. Yeah, and then like, his fucking pineal gland, seemingly like his third eye. Because, you know, it's like in mythology and a lot of people have postulated that the pineal gland is actually your all-seeing eye, the, yeah. the, the chakra or whatever. And um, it, like, and that's why, like, if you look at Egyptian iconography and stuff, we have a lot of the, the all seeing eye, and it's often placed in the forehead and stuff like that. And how do they know about it and shit? But like, it, I think like when I seen that though, and it just pops out his head, and I'm just like that is one of the most fucked up things I've seen in a long fucking yeah. time. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's like it was, it was, it was, it was a crazy film. It was very enjoyable. Like yeah. you, you don't even know how to critique it because anything you didn't like about it, like the kind of over the topness of it, yeah. was sort of the point. Yeah, that's your garden style. Though, yeah, like, so like you can't say, oh, it was a bit too much over the top, and I was like, yeah, you probably shouldn't be watching Stuart Gordon. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you watch the Reanimator and then you watch another film and say it's over the top, 
up. Mm. Did you not? Under, did you not watch Reanimator properly? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know I'm just like, do you? you know, it's just there like, was a head giving a woman head. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> don't go to Michael Bay if you don't like explosions. You yeah, know what exactly, I mean? Like, like, just know your audience. Um, or know your, I suppose, know your, your, your filmmakers, creators, your yeah. creators. Yeah, but it's hard to get bogged down in the story because the story was. <laughs> This guy's crazy. No, he's not. Let's go check if he's crazy. Oh my god, he's not crazy. Now I'm crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it. That is, that's what happened. And that's in the that end film. of the episode. Yeah, we'll that's... see you back tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, interview the vampire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was, it was enjoyable. Uh, it was well sectioned. It didn't drag. Yeah. Uh, it had a lot of a lot of practical effects. Yeah. And I, you know me and you were both big fans of practical effects, and yeah. this went really really into the, the the prosthetics and all of that kind of jazz. it was very ambitious for a movie that was meant for four and a half million dollars i only yeah. got the only seen the budget from the cheat year that was making but um i think it's i think it's like yeah, four and a half million dollars it was uh made for and it's very impressive it shows you what you can actually do and one thing i i, I noticed about the creature um for lack of better uh, dr pretorius knowing he comes back from the other dimension yeah the design of the monster definitely inspired slither have you ever seen slither but yes Gunn? this is what i'm talking about I'm, those films actually do make me uncomfortable because mm. it's just like oh that's that viscous texture, yeah yeah nature, yeah it's there yeah. even if it was re not real if i'm in that set i don't want to be touching that fucking no absolutely you know I mean? yeah it's like a greasy dick Oh, that's it. That's like like Savini and guys like that are such geniuses because they've been around. Yeah. Like you know, you see um, Guillermo del Toro, Guillermo, the, Guillermo, yeah. Guillermo del Toro's yeah. house, William the Bull, and I'm just like, is. yeah, it's a beautiful house. I'm not staying in your fucking house. <laughs> it's freaky. He has yeah. all these, you know, some of the, the the more strange creatures he's used, and uh, I'm like, yeah, I, I like horror, but yeah, no, this just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, to no, look I'd, be at. The I'd be the exact opposite. I'd be like, can I stay here for a year so yeah, I can look yeah, at everything yeah. for at least seven hours at a time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's Tom Savini's house. Now that's just it's just incredible. Yeah, but I this just these. It was when, like any special effects in this film, they couldn't get away with it. There was those weird fish, flying fish things that yeah. were in the air. Yeah, looked look cheap as fuck. Looked cheap as fuck, but they didn't, they didn't probably looked better than whatever they could put on the end of a string. They yeah. couldn't get it to, it was an eel of some description. Yeah, and, and they couldn't get it to, fish. yeah, they couldn't get it to move, something prosthetic to move yeah. in the right way. So they did, they did what they had to do. They, they looked at it and said, right, here's the only way I see this. I was, and the people behind the camera deserve a lot of credit. I suppose you could kind of get away with saying that because you're looking into another realm and you're not interacting with it at that moment, it's kind of ethereal. Maybe that's why it looks nearly holographic. Yeah. Because you're you're not through the barrier until you move. And yeah. then it detects you and then it came out. Remember it looked different when it attacked Jeffrey yeah. Combs. I think it was Jeffrey Combs that attacked, didn't it? Um the it jellyfish. The locked onto his No, it was uh, the cop. Oba. Yeah, well, he got killed. No, no, at that time, remember um Oh he got his wrist bit, but yeah, yeah no, that was him. He was, he, and that was the first time they turned it on. Yeah, do you remember Jeffrey Combs like whatever you do when the field is active, do not move. The the the, the cop was like yeah, I'll move. I'll move and Barbara Crampton's character is like, you want to move? I'll move along with you. You know what I mean? And he's like you telling move? them not to move by moving. I told you not to move. And he goes over to them and he's like, Grab I was them. born moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a shark. I came out of the womb swimming. <laughs> but uh, yeah, of course, they had to have, in actuality, you'd be like, yeah, I'm not turning on that machine again. Yeah, no, but you can understand. See, the thing is, when you have scientists as your, your that, see, that's what he's going into. It's the hunt for that's, knowledge. You know? That's what they did because it, it, it had he built it. Uh, Jeffrey Combs, what, Jeffrey Combs character, use a cheat sheet to hand. Do you mind? Yeah, I'll check it here. Uh, he built it with Doctor Pretorius. Um, yeah, Pretorius. I remember his name is <laughs> what a name. Crawford Tillinghast. 
or Crawford. Til- Tillingast, I think is how So Crawford was his first name. Yeah. Because they kept calling him Crawford, but I just assumed they that knew when I was watching Dr. it. Was his, Crawford. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Crawford. Her, but, uh, her name was uh, Catherine McMichaels. And Catherine, right. Well, they were both scientists, so they were the only way... You know these films Bubba where... Brownlee. That has to be one of the most racially... Yeah, that, that's just... <laughs> that was one of the most racist names I, Man, I did not know... I thought Bubba was a nickname, even when I'm Forrest Gump growing up. I yeah. just thought nobody's actually called Bubba. Yeah. Nobody nobody takes this precious little baby and introduces to the family and the grandparents gather around yeah. and he goes, I'd like to introduce everyone to, to Bubba. Yeah, no, it is just a nickname though, I think. Because uh, even Bubba's name isn't Bubba. It's that's what I was thinking, yeah. Blue or something, I think his name is. Uh, My name is Benjamin Buford Blue. People call me Bubba. That was it. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, he, he was cool. Like he was, he, he was kind of the voice of reason. Yeah. At the the whole time. Oh, yeah. Well, he was the one who was just like hot pants. <laughs> Tighty ready. Yeah. I did guess? you see that? Yeah. They were... <laughs> that scene was one of the most disturbing scenes. Like the 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 fucking run through to the climax is one <laughs> some of the most disturbing shit I've seen in, in, contained within twenty five minutes of a movie ever. <laughs> That's fucking movie. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, but like as like so like we kind of talked a little bit in broad strokes there, but like at the start of the movie we we get introduced to the, the kind of the pivotal antagonist among the century. It starts very quickly. Yeah, it starts nearly as like, it feels like there might be more of this movie out there. I won't be surprised. Yeah, oh, like yeah, yeah. yeah. 15, and, 20 minutes. and maybe it's not out there. Maybe unfortunately it, it ended up on, there, yeah, yeah, it ended up on the floor yeah. uh, of the editing room and that's all yeah. there is because at the start, you know, pretty much have the, the nosy, the neighbor, the dog, she's coming up and your man breaks through the door with an the way around. It opens up with uh, the machine running. Your man's yeah. doing an experiment. He goes up uh, to, or the two of them are running. No, uh, Jeffrey Combs is in the room and the thing starts to activate or something. Yeah. He goes and gets the doctor, brings the doctor in, Dr. Pretorius. And then the, the resonator was the resonator, machine, yeah. yeah. And then pretty much the other dimension opens up and then shit starts going down and then. We, it cuts to outside yeah and the woman and her dog she's barking. complaining to the cops yeah, like, yeah, yeah you told me they, they, yeah and she they're but, making weird noises they got purple lights and everything or some yeah, shit so yeah, like, yeah. which I was like fair yeah no absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like but opening up like dimensions to a parallel universe yeah <laughs> af- after 10 after 10 watershed <laughs> yeah but she got yeah it was it was good because you know obviously your man gets his head bit off uh and your man kind of goes down for being crazy, even though there's no sign of your man's head. So, you know, he... Yeah, and, like, when the cops arrive, she's fleeing, and he's clearly fleeing. Like, he's like he's in fear for his life. Yeah. He doesn't look like a dude that's fleeing a murder scene. He's got no yeah. blood on him or anything. He looks terrified. He, like, yeah. outruns her, like, you know what I mean? If I Combs. seen that, I'd be like, maybe the old woman's after him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like what the fuck? Combs played, yeah. I, I, I like that he, 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 he... only Like, there's so many reanimator parallels... But I like that he got to play a more kind of a more level headed, like a still that kind of like pursuit of knowledge. But yeah. he had like, yeah, we shouldn't be fucking around with this. Yeah, and it was only to clear his own. Knowledge. It was only his to clear his own name that he yeah. was even considering to turn it back on for a second. And then of course, and he didn't want to go back there. He was no. really happy to stay there. If he and, and then it spiraled straight away. And then of course, for some reason, mm-hmm. uh, the the, the some machine, resonator. yeah, there is some reason there. Uh, for some reason, that the machines aren't been able to activate itself after a while, yeah. and uh, I think it was him activating it maybe from the other side. Yeah, and obviously the longer your exposure, because you know Crawford got a pineal gland breakthrough thingy, and your one just got really horny. She yeah. was at the horny stage. Yeah, 
uh, yeah, what the hell was that about? I suppose they just she it, was. It was to do with the uh, the increase probably of dopamine or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did they were, when they turned on the machine first. You could see Crawford and Catherine kind of looking at each other, like you know, with come hither eyes. Um, <laughs> and Bubba, sure, Gar- Gordon loves to get Barbara Crampton's shirt off. Yeah. Oh my god. A weird good cause. I bet you like she just picks up the phone and goes, "How many times do you have to do I have to take my boobs out?" And he's like, "Just, just the one, yeah, maybe." Twice. And this time the head's actually going to be attached to the body. Yeah, okay. exactly. And it was all. <laughs> but like I said, that's it. You have to touch on the parallels. The parallels are this: they had a creepy scientist, pervy scientist yeah. at the forefront, who kind of ends up like in Reanimator. He ends up being reanimated, and then from beyond, he ends up being the first person to cross over into this other and dimension and come back all pervy and then you and had Jeffrey Coombs as a kind of less quirky to be mild scientist yeah. <laughs> different demeanor different personality yeah. but, but scientist. more subservient than Herbert West and then Catherine uh, 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 or uh, Barbara Crampton played an intellectual yeah, uh, woman uh, she was a uh, she was get, trying to get her doctorate in Reanimator, really? and this one she was a therapist of some or a yeah, psycho. No, she was a psychologist. Uh, like I think she was. Just, yeah, what she was. Well, she was at the for, no, She was at the forefront of whatever the hell she was doing. Yeah, she, she was doing psychology. I think. I think she was yeah. psychologist, and that's what she was called in to assess. Um, what's his face? Uh, Crawford Tillingast, and then when he Tillingast. Told, yeah, what a name! And um, when she was to, she when he she heard his story, she's seen the possibilities and. Which is kind of logical. She said the only way to prove if he's telling the truth or not is if we go and turn on this machine. But then, like, I thought it was hilarious. So, like, let's just send one guy with her. That's it. One yeah. guy. This guy. No, no, be... no fair, a fairly intimidating dude, to be fair. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. crazy be crazy. Oh, yeah, crazy you be crazy. I mean, not like they were, like, handcuffing him at night or anything. Yeah, axe to the skull is axe to the skull. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know? like, so, like, uh, if you look at Scatman Carruthers, bigger than Jack Nicholson, what happened? Axe to the chest. Yeah. No more Scatman, beat 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 up, up, but you know yeah. what I mean. Beat 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 done. Worst cross country trip ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but this 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 film had it was good because you were watching it kind of going, yeah, I'm watching this because I'm a horror fan. I didn't take it seriously at any yeah. point. It certainly wasn't scary, but yeah. I don't think he was going for more scary. Grotesque. Yeah, it was grotesque and yeah. it was kind of delightfully campy, if yeah. I'm able to say Satirical it. Satirical horror. Nearly. It was. Yeah, yeah like absolutely. Even or yeah, and it was something that there's just I don't know. It's something that. I don't know how, how to put it into a sentence, but like with Evil Dead and stuff like that, we watch it and you kind of go, well, it's not scary, which is supposed to be the absolute primary thing that a horror film is. Yeah. Like what's the difference between a horror film and an action film? Oh, a horror film is scary, an action film is exhilarating. Yeah. Um, but it's not. These films, these campy films, I, I don't know, I think they bring out the filmmaker in us. It was just yeah. like, wow, like you said, four and a half. They're, like even that, that four million, man, that gets you into a studio. That gets you your cameras. That gets you your lights. Yeah. That first four million gets swallowed very fucking quickly yeah. before anyone like most says Most of that action. money is special effects. Or so, like. Most of that money is special effects, yeah. yeah. And you have to have high-end gear and you have to rent a house. You have the studio. You have yeah. to fly people in. Probably you probably got lucky because he knew a lot of the cast, so they probably did it for a bit cheaper. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Scared, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, or or even like I'm trying to get this film off the ground, like five percent of proceeds yeah. or something like that. Because a lot, a lot of people have their that's yeah. what actors seem to do now. They put a pound of flesh in and they say, right, but I want. It only made one point two million back. That's yeah. I, I, you know, it made one point two million in its initial run. Yeah, became became a cult classic. Of course, like and most sure in stuff. in like horror tons, like I used to go to. Yeah. it it it's 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 making that money. That that film is making a little all of the time. Like it was on Netflix. They had a run on Netflix. That's when that's the last time I watched it. it was a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we were just like 
<laughs> yeah, I just watched it and I went, okay, so it's Rihanna Bear. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize it was Stuart Gordon or bought Stuart Gordon. Yeah, no, he of... did that on purpose. He said he wanted to make it the, the kind of the inverse of Rihanna Bear. And, and he did. Yeah. He did. And, and, and like, I mean, if there was, I, obviously any... I'm not going to give this film 10 Is this 10, a Lovecraft right? story as well as Rihanna Bear? Actually, you know what? That's a good question. Because it had very Lovecraftian feel about it. I wish, you know what? It's a good question and I wish I had thought of it. Yeah. Because I would have, I would have, um, I would have delved into that, but uh, yeah, you you look at that. I wanted to. I actually do have something to say as opposed to the there. But I was thinking that the, the yeah. uh, I mean, you couldn't give this a ten out of ten in any kind of way, shape, or form. But no. what you would, but the guys who said right, I need a monster that's like this and this and fucked up, and some artist rendition yeah. said, look, he'd look something like this, and the guy goes right. So I've got like ballistic gel, prosthetic PVC. I, I yeah. some animatronics and like somebody got together and built it those guys yeah. five fucking stars yeah and they're very, absolutely five stars they were very clever like when uh, when Crawford was being chased down the stairs yeah that was <laughs> I love that yeah, yeah you can't catch me I love yeah. that I have one way to tell I am the most powerful being in the universe yeah but can you catch me <laughs> it's like nah, 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 nah. <laughs> look I have flames on the side of my runners make me run uh, imagine this all over <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it is a H.P. Lovecraft uh, story as well. Um, written in 1934, a fucking dude would love to pick his brain. Um, he seems to be obsessed with interdimensional travel. Um, yeah, you know what? He, he did some drugs. That's what. That's oh, what he, you know, he's an amazing writer that did some mm. fucking drugs. Like amazing. I'm not trying to be little. Like as in, he's fucking Lovecraft. He doesn't need me to fucking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but yeah, no, he was he was an absolute freak of nature. I think he just had the right experiences to 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 to, to like, turn. So like 1934, he wrote that story. It was adapted 52 years later. Like, yeah, you know, it, it was adapted. Like he, I mean, so. you know, you're talking about a guy who that this the first time he heard sound in film, it probably blew his absolute mind. You have to, you know. Yeah. And this is it. We were, you know, we were talking uh, recently about James Bond. We were talking. We've obviously just as two people who watch films talk about ordering. A lot of these guys now don't really get to see the fruition, that the actual fruit of their labours, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, it's great that R.R. Martin got to see first seven seasons of Game of Thrones, yeah. which are the only seasons that were ever filmed. <laughs> yeah. Cancelled. I can't believe they cancelled it. I, I think uh, they're waiting until he finishes the books. That must be it. I think that's what it is. That's what it's, it is. It's logical. Yeah. It makes sense to me. I don't know why there's tears drawn down my face. <laughs> <laughs> No, why is your eye twitching so bad? <laughs> and the bulging, bulging vein on my forehead. Uh, oh no, he's pineal gland. <laughs> the pineal gland. But I, I thought, I, I don't know. There's something when you're watching where you're going, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I know that's like, I, I as in, I can, I know that's fake. Yeah. It, it looks fake, but at the same time, you're just like, fuck me. It's slimy. It moves yeah. well. It's it's obviously like the actor uh, who played Pretorius is inside this fucking thing, yeah. and it's just you know his face is getting all fucked up, and they had they did that to him maybe five times in the film because he makes about five appearances, yeah, and, and each one getting more each and more in stream because he's I, I guess the longer you spend in that universe. Yeah. I, I, you, the more you ascend into whatever yeah. the fuck I, mean, those I think are. he's just uh, mutating or some shit like that I think or, or it could be a case he takes on whatever Forms form him. he, he self-actualizes yeah uh, but yeah they don't, they don't really explain it all they know is it's high concept shit like but, and when you think about it the film only had what two deaths three deaths yeah, that's well, a small cast. That's what I always say. Small cast, I feel the death more. Yeah. Like, so but because it was so grotesque, it feels like a very violent film. Yeah. So you could have that one guy 
just doing all this shit. You could have not killed anyone in the main cast and he was still gone like, fuck, that was good. And then you would have thought there, oh shit, there was only, only the bad guy died. Yeah. And that's it. But it doesn't because it's so grotesque. They leaned into it. Like, I, th- I think like Slither, the, 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 this is one of the films that they sat down and watched. Before oh, 100%. Like, oh, 100%. I couldn't believe it. Like the, the creature design is so similar. Like, you know, yeah. even the way the skin is and everything. Yeah. Like, I, I don't really go for films like that yeah. usually. Um, but that said, I've seen them all. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? And I've enjoyed them. But the one thing that I suppose I don't I don't get my jollies. Yeah. I like slow, creepy, I like intense, I like fast and all of that yeah. kind of things in horror films. But like like yeah, we get it. That's a very disgusting thing to be coming out of your tummy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, do you know when you said a minute ago like the main it's uh, the main mission or whatever of a horror movie is to scare you. But it can also be to disgust you. Yeah. And that's what I like about like Stuart Gordon stuff that even though it's not very scary, it's very disgusting. Yeah. And like I think the main drives when you're looking at a horror movie is if you can't be scared, you make you disgust them. And yeah. that's where gore, like and that's where some uh, body horror. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, yeah, and, but that's the problem with uh, I can't say this the problem with some directors miss the point. Like a Rob Zombie or an Eli Roth, a lot of their stuff is just like overtly like I know it's torture porn pretty much is the best for the sake of it yeah exactly see that's another thing isn't yeah. it because this didn't feel like it was grotesque for the sake of grotesque yeah. even though like if somebody said that they, they would have an argument but I, I didn't feel that way yeah um, and if I could revisit what I said about about horror because you do raise a good point uh, I would say that it would be create uh, unco- discomfort yeah. in complete safety yeah exactly yeah like that that would be a much better way of going and unfortunately yeah. when you see when you see in real life uh, um, like somebody scratch their nails along and break a nail or something it, yeah. it, 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 it creates a queasiness in you yeah because it's relatable pain. but you could see someone get punched in the face and go oh my god somebody just punched that guy in the face but there's certain things that create this whoa yeah. oh yeah it's like a hyper extension of a joint or exactly yeah. a hyper extension of a joint is an excellent one but uh i think created discomfort and the, 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 there is a discomfort in the absolute grotesque yeah it is a type of discomfort the fact that and there's pushing should... her and her naked oh, body and yeah and that was it you know he, and the juxtaposition of a beautiful woman being mauled by a grotesque a, a, a creature, grotesque creature. Yeah, yeah exactly you know I mean? like, the... and they have these elongated fingers and what's he do with them god only knows <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh, he went to Kelly Town. What, what, what did you say that uh, a beautiful woman, the grotesque creature? Wasn't that your sex tape? <laughs> it's pretty much all my relationships. Like, <laughs> women were good looking. We got I'm always punching your... up with my grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> with my grotesque <laughs> With my mangled fingers. <laughs> I have a power for me. <laughs> I like to drool on her face. <laughs> but I, I, like, okay, so if somebody came to you and said, uh, "I've never seen From Beyond. Should I watch it?" Yeah. What, what what I okay, I am the person. Let's role play, Vinny. Yeah. Um I was thinking of watching from beyond. It's like the, some of the guys from Reanimator, should I watch it? Yeah, like the way I would look at from beyond is that it has moments of humor and moments of extreme discomfort. Um it also has amazing special effects for such a low budget movie. Um, uh, it's got Barbara Crampton in dominatrix gear, which is always a bonus. Is that, yeah, you know what I mean. It's a, a, another like, word begins with B as well. <laughs> Boiner. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, she's she's really cool. Like, uh, she's she's yeah. for for us like horror heads, she's a, a sex symbol, and she yeah, has yeah. been for decades. Well, like if anyone has eyes, she's a sex symbol. Yeah, yeah. The woman's not ugly. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, absolutely. But she's <laughs> but she's one of our. I don't think it should be a matter of opinion. I think she is definitely a good looking woman. And, yeah, and that's the end of the story. I think it's a, yeah, I think you, you can probably safely say that she's not an unattractive. Yeah, woman. you know what yeah. I mean. And like her sexuality was turned up to eleven in this movie, like you know what yeah. I mean, and which was very different from this kind of um, 
and almost Button shrinking down. Eyelid. Yeah, like it, literally, because she even just like the, the, the she had it was that you know that eighties thing where a clearly beautiful girl is who's in a uh, high yeah. school and she's like clearly twenty five. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but then all of a sudden, like she takes off, she takes out a single hair bobbin. Yeah. and takes off her, her glasses. glasses. You're like, holy, sh she was hot. <laughs> Nobody told me she was hot, and I was like, yeah. But, like, she was, and then, and then it, this is that. Like she was just like, yeah, she's absolutely stunning. Even if she's in like a raincoat, yeah. she's still beautiful. But yeah, they they, they leaned into it. Yeah, because like it, it was her like uh, the same way when we seen the videos earlier on of, of Doctor Pretorius or is it Professor Pretorius? Let me check. Um, but we seen like him like whipping. Uh, the naked uh, oh yeah that was the, it that uh, was it that was how he got off yeah he, but that, even before that's I, the kind of Hellraiser vibe I got from it he was I know, to get this increased sense of yeah, pleasure and pain torture but they're indistinguishable from one another yeah yeah <laughs> the angel the sun demon the others but, uh, but even I think that's a good way of showing like imagine like this machine does this to you it yeah. it, 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 it uh, your inhibitions lower yeah. your you become more sexualized you you know, um, deviate from all normal parameters, and then you take somebody like Petorius who started, yeah, so far to the left or the right. I don't know which direction you. It's Frank, not a political scale. It's um, a, can a la Frank and Hellraiser. Yeah, a la Frank and Hellraiser yeah, is yeah. exactly. Gotcha. So he was already he literally was already into. Yeah. Inf he couldn't he couldn't become aroused unless he was inflicting awful pain on a woman and yeah. that's where his starting point was yeah. and that and I, I, I'm, I'm only thinking of it now because when you man it was uh, Bubba um, uh, turn, like, turns on the, Bubba the BHS Brownie, super racist name uh, super racist name but he was like this guy was into some sick shit and uh, it's only now that I'm thinking about it that that actually was a fairly good storytelling device yeah for just how how outlandish he he started with, so um, like imagine uh, something it'd be like imagine something that you got the rage virus, but you already started out as like Ghostface from Scream. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's it's, it's terrifying. It's it, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's an it's two individual components that are terrifying that, that come together yeah. to make something. I think the whole sexualization, that whole dominatrix thing he was into, that domination thing. I think that was a good basis for the character um, to show his mindset of what he might be like on a scientific level. Because he's constantly looking to breach those new levels, break boundaries or reach borders or whatever. Because like in a sexual realm, like is often a magnification of what you're like in your everyday life. So like if you're an aggressor, oftentimes I know it can be different that you're often aggressive in in the room or in sex, or whatever. So this person is obviously aggressive sexually. So it shows that he's obviously ambitiously aggressive. Yes. Or aggressively ambitious in his scientific work, uh, life. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. So it gives that nice little like, balance of showing what his actual mentality or as a person is that he likes to push boundaries. Yeah, and like like if you were to look at him without judgment, like literally look at him completely without judgment, driven. Yeah. So he's driven. You know, you know don't get me wrong. I'm you, I'm not. I wouldn't give anybody like the grotesque actions that people carry. I'm not trying to deviate from that, but I'm just saying if you looked at somebody and go, "Wow, this guy puts like twenty four hours into every day." Yeah. You know what I mean? So he he worked he worked hard and played hard. I suppose yeah, the, the, the simple way about it. But you're absolutely right. He was because uh, even your man even uh, said Jeffrey Combs is uh, uh, Crawford said that um, he's an even when he was gone and he was he showed up for the resonator. He said he's still an absolute. He's still a genius. Yeah, you could tell that he still had admiration because this guy had created something that was so. That, well, I mean, we don't have it now. It, it, it was so, yeah, exactly. it, it was sci, it was sci fi. I mean, this, it, this, yeah. It's like uh, kind of something akin to like um, Seth Grundle in The Flight. Yeah. Creating those telepods in 1986 or 85, whenever that was. 86 like, is what's in my head. You know what I mean? Like, 
She did, and this was 86 as yeah, well, yeah. was this 86 as oh, well? 80s are so good. 80s are so, so good. good. <laughs> but you know what, I, yeah. I, I, think, I think now that I think horror films, with this, when I watch this film, I think horror films are trying harder, but I also think us fanboys have pushed them to try harder yeah. because they're only ever, it's like they are money-making models. They're not trying to, to, to churn out shit. They're trying to make as much money as possible. Yeah. But if there was something just gleeful about horror in the 80s, yeah. people used to just like to go down and see something creepy and fun or watch scary, just get together and watch what? scary movies. 80s was just this difference. beautiful time. And this is an excellent example of it. Uh, more forgotten than some. Yeah, the difference between, that's because so many don't. Oh, there's so many, but I'm just, I'm talking, you had your nightmare on yeah. the street and that's like That's the thing, like, there's so, there's so many huge like Friday the 13th and everything but, and Halloween and shit. But like, I, I think the difference between 1980s horror in terms of its grotesqueness and how it uses it in terms of modern horror and like the Rob Zombie and I think Eli Roth, like who am I to tell you, know, these guys are successful dudes, but I think they missed the point in that back then you tell the story and the grotesqueness is an element of your story. It's a plot telling device. But nowadays, or for that 10 year period in the 2000s when torture porn was really rife, that uh, they thought the grotesqueness is the story. Yeah, no, no, you're like, absolutely the right there. It's not And the you don't story. get a pass on that. Because yeah. a, a film should never get a pass on not having yeah. a story. Yeah, like, because even for like the fucking, the yeah. best example, man, of, of your point to me yeah. is fucking Saw. Yeah. Come for me. I will no, die on this hill. I think Hostel is a better. Saw actually has. Oh, no, I'm just. But Saw, Saw had a great story. But then, yeah. so, then it was kind of like, oh, he oh, didn't just build. Yeah, the yeah. franchise in itself. And then, yeah. then the DVD, like, it was a great story. Yeah. And then it deviated into this, like, wow, like, there's a market here. And then all of a yeah, sudden. Yeah, it's just like well, the, he, the traps are. They made story. four or five films after he, the, after Jigsaw was dead. Yeah. You the know, problem so with I, Saw was the first movie was about Saw's motive. <laughs> Um, Jigsaw, why? Who is he? Who's John Kramer? What is this all about? That's yeah. what the whole first one was, and like, uh, who's doing this? The second movie's like traps, third movie traps, fourth yeah. movie traps. But like, uh, eventually the traps became the story. They forgot but, uh, about John Kramer. They reminded know? me of like, you know, they reminded me of the nineteen sixties, uh, Batman. Where at the end it was like, like, you know, you're absolutely at our mercy. So we have an ass attack. Uh, a tank yeah. and a gambling machine and, and a crane and, and 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 a springboard. Like, he's and dying. The... How does he set this up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a dying man. He's and, and just like and I mean freakishly outlandish pre-recorded tapes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like you know, it's just it, the, the planning is ridiculous. And then you have to re and again they come in and they retroactively. Meant, oh no! But yeah. before he died, yeah, no, he freed. But, but before he freed that guy, and he died, and he freed me, and then I, and then that guy dies, and then the next was like, do you know the last guy that was freed by the previous person that was freed by John Kramer? He freed me before he died, and now I'm the new jigsaw. Then he dies. He goes, guess what? Do you know the way the last guy that was freed by the previous guy that was freed by the previous guy was freed by John Kramer? He freed me. I'm now jigsaw. That's the saw franchise. Finny, <laughs> yeah. He never freed him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not storytelling it's not storytelling the, 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 but like these these to film as cheap and kind of cheerful and cheesy and yeah. I, I think Barbara Crampton and Jeffrey Combs I think they're the, the exact same energy of campness yeah. like I actually think they bounce off each other in this kind Brilliant. of pantomime way but I actually think it's chemistry yeah. like I, I applaud it and it sounds like I'm not but it's it's it, I loved it yeah. when I was watching it but um, she brings like a grounded realism. He brings this weird, over the top, like twitchiness, like Bruce Campbell does. Yes, like his facial mannerisms are amazing. Oh, like, oh yeah. my god, yeah, like he the the shock and oh, yeah. he was always able to do that. As so in, worried. He, he, yeah, in reality, he always knew that he was like 
amazed Deranged. by the implications of it, but also enough of left humanity left to be horrified. Yeah, yeah. So he's he, like, he does that scared really well. himself, and in this one, he's scared of Pretorius. That's yeah. not like he's a legend. He's yeah. a legend. I, I, um, I really, really, really hope to meet the man someday because Jeffrey just, Holmes. Yeah, I yeah. just enjoyed his work so much. his pineal gland. Yeah, and right. on that note, we'll go to the break. <laughs> <laughs> so no, we'll get back after the break. Rubbing pineal glands and. um this is Invasion of Polysnatchers. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel John Tui. we got Carmack in the back, and we'll be back after break. Now, a word from our sponsors. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy happy Halloween, Super Shabbat. Happy happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy happy Halloween, Super Shabbat. Welcome back from the break. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel John Toohey. We got Car Mack in the back. This is Invasion of Potty Statues, motherfuckers. We were talking about From Beyond before we went uh, to the ad break there. We we were talking about interdimensional tra- travel, interdimensional fucking beings. We are talking about pineal glands popping out motherfuckers' heads. Barbara Crampton looking fine in some dominatrix gear. We're talking about women getting whipped. Whipped! And like now, Noel, to, like, I want to talk about the climax of this fucking movie. Because I touched on it earlier. When it happens, it happens, yeah, doesn't it? You know? I, I touched on it earlier and I dragged back because I, I tell you in my head I wanted to keep it for the second half Yeah, of the good, show. good thinking because you we know? were kind of a bit fast and loose, but that's the kind of film it yeah, was. And that's going to show we are. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, come on, like, we're, we're, we're nearly at 50 episodes at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> we're going I, I, I'm tipping a cigarette into an empty beer bottle. I know what I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do a communal last time, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but no, so... We talked about earlier, like, you know, her ascension into this kind of over-sexuality. We talked about um, Crawford and he kind of trying to fight back against it. But, yeah, he keeps getting dragged in more and more into it because of her um, obsession with it and her yeah. kind of exposing him to it, which is the exact... It's always a good narrative for why people would put themselves in danger. Yeah. Like, if something like Scream is... It's, it's a human being with a knife he, he and he comes to your house. Mm. It's not... You don't, you don't need a narrative like that. This needed a narrative and this had it. And and then it was a clever little plot telling device that yeah the more you use it the more you'll want to use it yeah so even though the second time was even worse yeah but now the drive has also gone up and obviously yeah. you're going to have a culmination yeah that's the thing like you know one thing leads to uh, like when, like because pretty much one thing exasperates the other yeah the more you pretty much your your initial obsession leads you to turn on the machine and as soon as you turn on the machine it amplifies your obsession with the machine. And yeah. interdimensional, in, in, yeah, 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 in a and, word, yeah. you know what I mean. And that's what happened with uh, Doctor Pretorius because obviously the 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 time with the the interdimensional thing when it dragged him through, and the more and more he was um, exposed to that, like it was actually amplified tenfold into the same way it affected um, Doctor Crawford or uh, Doctor um, McMichaels. And um, what's his fucking t- tilling? T- t- tilling t- like, t- I, t- I never heard of <laughs> <of> him before. <laughs> t- uh, uh, so, t- so the way it affected them, like it pretty much it affected her mentally at first and making her more sexual. And um, obviously because she was exposed to it less, it, it didn't it start to affect her in a physical sense in the same way it affected Dr. Tillinghast. And even more so, 
Dr. Pretorius because he got dragged through to the other dimension. That's why his mutation was so severe in comparison to his. Um, Dr. Tillingas, what a fucking name. And because his was more gradual because he was experiencing it from externally, whereas Dr. Pretorius was sucked in and he was experiencing it. And what is their time like? Like they could be 10 years to every one day here. So his mutation might look accelerated to us. But oh, yeah, that's complete, a good point. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So like, I like the way like they show the different stages nearly of the the resonators um, uh, influence over them, um, both physically and mentally. Because like obviously Dr. Tillingas was affected mentally because uh, after the first event when he obviously seen your man's head getting bit off and he was like a mental wreck when he was going in. But his pineal gland was obviously starting to evolve already. Yeah. Because the, but the, 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 the brain scan, the yeah, cast scans, yeah. yeah and, and, and I love those scenes in movies. Oh, and that's why she mm. wanted to test the experiment. And, they, at exactly, least, and, yeah, and there's grounds for that then. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. grounds for it mm. because he's saying that all this stuff has happened. Well, the one thing he couldn't do, yeah. one thing madness can't do yeah. is is increase the size of, size of your pineal gland. It's, yeah. it's, it's a calcified gland that doesn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. And um, what, that's why one of my favorite moments in movies that um investigatory kind of uh, periods you know like in the exorcist like uh when they're looking at regan and they're trying to figure out what's going on with her because we see her you know descending into a minor possession and her body given into it. but they're looking at it from a medical point of view and i love that and you said she it, she's like oh you might be able to fake who killed who might be able to hide murder weapons or whatever and clean up blood yeah but you can't fake a physical change within your brain no uh, and the only thing that could do this maybe a machine like this resonator that you're speaking yeah. of that might be responsible and yeah. the only way we're going to know for sure is if we go in here and it's like and that, as you said that's great plausibility like you know what i mean that's and, 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 and of course people who who are madness yeah. quite often ties right into the sciences mm. and we there's always you know it's always touched upon that there's a thin line between yeah between but, madness and genius yeah, yeah yeah so yeah i know i walk it every day yeah <laughs> what can i do yeah <laughs> Weight of the world on your shoulders. Yeah, that's why, yeah. I, that's why, I've got that's why we call him Atlas Green. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a muscle here somewhere. I flexed it one time, I swear. <laughs> and I popped a brain vessel. <laughs> but uh, the, the, the culmination at the end of this, where we lose, where we we lose Bubba. Bubba. Mm -hmm. The turn back on. She turns back on the machine in the middle of the night. Yeah. To get back on the script. The two and, boys are asleep. Yeah, and the boys are asleep, and they woke up to like a headache, and, and his head starts bulging. Yeah, his head starts. So he runs up, and she's just in in it. She's just in the shit because your man is there, Pretorius. Yeah. And I don't really get what was it that it was like flies or it was fucking yeah, I think was locusts just, yeah, of some, some shit, description because there were there were there were there were there were. It was essentially it was like blackness, yeah. You know, like there was so many of them, but and they were like hurting uh, Catherine and Crawford. But poor Bubba, um, he just gets he comes in with his gun and it gets magnetized to the wall, and he gets no. Before devoured. that, do you remember the scene before that where she do, do where he gets up during the middle of the night in his red underwear? Oh God! No, because he dies afterwards. She dresses up as the dominatrix. That's right. Yeah, because like remember uh, during the middle of the night, as you said, she turns on the machine. That's actually that leads into the climax. That's not actually the climax itself. Right. Because she turns on the machine, your man comes out and um, starts ripping her clothes off or whatever, and they get covered in the flies, like you were saying. But uh, Crawford gets pushed out or something, doesn't he? Yeah. And he ends... No, no, he goes downstairs to kill the power. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, but the resonator and Bubba has, comes down with yeah, his but the, underwear for some reason. And there's a creature in the yeah. basement as well because the, the vibrations are, are yeah. taking over some shit. The machine is getting stronger. Yeah, they never really explained it, but to be fair, I don't think they really had to. I, I think it's because it's just yeah, it's becoming. Uh, it's not even the machine is getting stronger. I think it's becoming more unstable. Yeah, and the interdimension, uh, uh, the dimension that it's communicating with or whatever is starting to bleed through. I think it's less of a case of the machine's abilities uh, bleeding through. I think it's a case of like um, Octavius in Spider-Man 2 where the, the field of control is become unstable. Yeah. So it's starting to bleed through. Do you know, it's like accelerating then. Yeah, time, exactly. Exponentially. Yeah. Exponentially, yeah. yeah so it's yeah. kind of like bleeding into our world more and more, you know, that kind of way. Like, And that's why the creature that for some reason that chews on his head and makes him completely hairless. And then he's unconscious and then she gets into the dominatrix gear. Yeah, so she yeah. finds all like the kinky shit, the pastorian. Yeah, she starts like like, uh, like being like a cat. It's like fucking snuggling into a fucking yeah, boot yeah, or some shit. Yeah. And um, yeah. No, I, I wonder if it was a thing of like a case of like alcohol or anything you like, where it brings something to the surface that was there. Aggressive people get aggressive on alcohol. Yeah. Maybe to again to use the my my six hundred dollar word exponentially, yeah. but you know guys who probably have a short fuse have no fuse. Yeah. So maybe she had that kind of sex drive. Yeah, it's like sex because it didn't affect the the two men quite the same way. Mm. You could see Crawford getting a little bit like you know again I said come hither eyes, but at the but he didn't. Uh, she kind of went almost. Yeah. She was like a because Barbara Crampton. Comes on to you. Yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> You're coming like, okay, what's just going on over here? <laughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me. But what did you make of the, uh, the escape from the mental institution? Probably the only segment <laughs> in the film that really, like, uh, the only, like, they're in the mental institution once or twice or three times even, but uh, this was the only one that had uh, some of the horror aspect of it because the pineal gland had already come through yeah. on Crawford and he escapes and he starts sucking people's eyes out I don't know, uh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and what was all that shit I see the homeless guy that was like <laughs> oh my god he beat his head off and and uh, he's got like green vomit because like, that him yeah. but it was green like it was yeah. properly green I actually forgot they got taken away and they go back to the house don't yeah. they yeah yeah they escape <laughs> and they go back to the house yeah I forgot about that yeah because he got the cop dude comes in and she's like uh like raping Jeffrey Gomes. Yeah. <laughs> like pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> That's possible. It's like, you know, can you rape the willing? <laughs> That's exactly, yeah, yeah. Carl cut that. <laughs> cut Jeffrey Gomes. shit out of that, <laughs> Jeffrey Gomes wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but come on, it's Barbara Crampton, Dominatrix gear, he wanted it. Yeah. I don't God, care how unconscious he was. But did you see, um, like I liked towards the end where they finally have the final confrontation. There was a grey, there was uh, some body horror, and then there was the the point of view of him chasing him. Yeah. And then of course he flies down the stairwell, and there was some special effects. And then she's up there, and the, the, those eel things are for, they, they chase light. They bit off. They're trying to trying to bite her wrist. They bit, bit her over cuffs. Yeah. And then she lights a book of matches for some reason, throws on the ground, and they chase that. Go uh, figure. Yeah, it's probably just heat sensor. That's probably it, yeah. actually. Yeah. Like a predator. Like a predator. Because yeah. we did see, for one scene, we seen uh, when Crawford's pineal gland little kind of thing, tentacle yeah. thing come out of his head. He's we seen what, yeah, we seen that the extrasensory 
um, experience that he was having. Everything was kind of colourful and stuff yeah, like that. So yeah. I'd say something like literal heat or fire would be yeah. quite beautiful. How I imagine an LSD trip would look. Yeah, how, how, how I how would imagine. Uh, imagine. imagine. Yeah. Allegedly. I'd have to imagine. I have to imagine, yeah. yeah. Luckily for me, I have a great imagination. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Helped by all those drugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, what did you think of the scene? Like, because, like, when she bites off his pineal gland, that's a foul fucking shit, man. <laughs> yeah, well, and it just frees him instantly. I didn't really get it, but yeah, that was, oh, man, that's what I mean. There was some, like, absolutely gross shit in this. Yeah. Like, at one point, kind of, uh, Crawford and Pretorius are like one being. Yeah. Like they're like pulling the faces off each other quite literally. And uh, it was. That, that scene's fucked up. That's, this, that's what I mean. Yeah, but that's, so, what I, that's what I'm saying. You can't call this a flawless film by any yeah. stretch of the imagination, but it never set out to be. Yeah, exactly. That's why you were able to enjoy yeah. it. It, 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 it never uh, took itself too seriously. A film that. That's what the worst thing you watch is. Uh, I always go back to it and I'll go back to it again. It was the second Transformers. Yeah. It was a scene where, like, it was all goofy, stupid shit, and then there's a scene where they're killing Optimus or some shit, and then it was like slow motion, Optimus, and yeah. I was like, dude, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm you have no self awareness. Yeah, the, the, this has been complete and utter satirical bullshit up to now, and then at absolute whiplash yeah. speeds, like a, you've decided that I need to have this big like emotional investment, too. and that's why this film was so well. Like mm. I said, like the campy chemistry between them, it never felt. Even when there was a serious moment or a moment of levity, it never felt out of place. Out of place at all. Yeah, at all. This was actually a very cohesive film inside of the madness that it actually was. And that's what Stuart Gordon does, though. He tells very clever stories that don't take themselves seriously. Right, Stuart Gordon mm. is he still with us? No, he passed away last year. Ah, uh, I'm very sorry to hear that. Yeah, rest in peace, legend. R.I.P. You absolute legend. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, you. Like, I, I, sorry, I, I, I don't say this facetiously. I was about to say dying breed. Yeah, uh, I wasn't. Jesus, I'm hardly trying to have a pop at a man that I admire. That I'm unfortunately yeah, but, but the, but the, the expression though. stands. Yeah, it's, it's a dying breed. They're, they're not. Few. They're not being replaced. Yeah, there's no West Cravens anymore. No, like, like what, I mean, when, when's the last? Like when I say to you from beyond, most recent example, you'll give me Slither, and I'll give you Slither. Yeah, but can you think of other examples? Like, they, they exist, but they're 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 the the off the top of my head, I'd have to have a thing. But the reason Slither popped out to me is just the creature design. Yeah, the way the skin. Remember that looked. giant woman with yeah. the. Uh, I'm so hungry. Yeah, she yeah. Explodes. But yeah. like to me, she he reminded me a lot of Michael Rooker's character in Slither when he started to mutate and he started to become more alien esque, if that's even a word. It is um, now. It is now Polly Statue exclusive. Yeah. But, um, so like, it bounce back ability is a word. Yeah. that's a word. <laughs> that's a fucking Ian Dowie, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but like, is uh the way his skin kind of started to melt outwards in yeah. his mouth and stuff. And it, when you look at Michael Rooker's character in Slither, um, and uh, Doctor Pretorius in this, I think they're very similar. And it, like, as soon as I watched it, I was like, oh holy shit, Slither! James Gunn has definitely seen this movies, like you said, like you know what I mean? Yeah. And and I think it wasn't just the creature design, but it was the the way they use the skin or the way they made the skin yeah. it looked like as I said to you earlier it looked like a wet dick <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean like, yeah. just like slimy and gooey like you know what I mean and you're just like, watching that because I was watching it uh, I watched it on my own just kind of in bed uh, on my laptop legally very legally yeah of course and, and, uh, through the Manny League streaming through services. the Manny Legal streaming service uh, um, but I, I was, uh, I was just sitting there and uh, just, my dog was sitting on my lap and I was just rubbing her and just literally watching him doing absolutely nothing else and I was just like gross and I think in the space of the uh, the ninety minutes or whatever to pass, I think the only because you're on your own, you're not exactly having full blown conversations. Yeah. So I think just out loud, I probably said, "Gross." 
And then I think at one point they said, just unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, anytime, you know, I'm really disgusted, I just say, ah, for fuck's sake. Oh. Uh, and I yeah, said, you know what? I probably had it for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right there. Yeah, because yeah, no. like, usually when I'm really disgusted, I just go, ah, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, I watch a lot of these movies for these, for uh, by myself. But also, I think I did about 12 for fuck's sakes during the 90 minute run of this movie because, like, it is, it's fucking foul at times. And, and <laughs> the, the, our approach, what we're doing, what this series actually is, is, you know, like uh, 60s, 70s, 80s. 90s up to up to the, 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 the tens uh so that the only um the only actual rule yeah was that it had to be a film of its decade end of story yeah uh, end of story standalone standalone oh sorry it. okay and a standalone yeah. okay sorry two rules so but at the same time it could be anything and this was definitely again to use a word he used earlier but whiplash to be like this isn't the film I watched last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's a big, it's a big change from oh, Alice Sweet Alice. Alice Sweet Alice, Alice you know what I mean? Like yeah. with the with the paint blood, yeah, and the candle wax. Initially, blood. I was going to do American Werewolf in London, but because that has a sequel. I had to drop it because yeah, Mark Werewolf in Paris. Yeah, Mark yeah, Werewolf in Paris, yeah. and you wanted to do Exorcist too. And I was saying we should just leave it for a franchise for either. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Well, I I was planning to do an Exorcist. See, the thing is, I, the only one thing about a podcast, so if our dear listeners have listened to more than one, yeah. we kind of fan out. We're yeah. fanboys. Yeah. Uh, we're what we're passion merchants. Yeah. We watch. We we want to like them. Yeah. And we do. So I wanted to give us something that we could just undeniably love. And yeah. then you put chose this, and this would be a, if you if you wanted to be. If you were a film critic, yeah, and whatever parameters a critic really needs to have, you would go, the fuck is this? <laughs> but is the, really but like the lovability of it, it just really like, stands out. Because like, when you look at the rest of the slate, like, you know, and it was just a really unknown quantity because I'd seen it once. Um, must be way back when because I remember none of it. And um, it, what reminded me of it when I was watching a, a, in the Search of Darkness, I think it is, the documentary series. And um, when, when I watched that, and I was like, holy shit, what is this fucking movie by Stuart Gordon? I was like, I was like, it looks so familiar to me. But at the same time, I knew I remembered none of it. You know, that kind of way. Yeah. And then when I dropped American Werewolf, I was like, I want to go weird. And then I was like, I mean, what yes, is that did. fucking movie Stuart Gordon did that I c- couldn't remember? And like, I literally had to go and like, I couldn't remember the name of it. And I had to check it up. And I was like, oh, fucking from beyond. And then I texted you. And then I was just like, I, and I couldn't even remember what it was about. And I just seen small clips from that documentary. I was like, this in is my like, head, I just remembered uh, attic machine, rapey doctor. Uh, Who's the? She's the rapey doctor, Pretorius. She's fairly rapey. She is a bit. A fairly rapey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Like he, it's like he wanted hit, but he was unconscious, dude. Yeah. No. No. no <laughs> his no. body, his choice. Yeah, his body, his choice. <laughs> Well, yeah. If somebody if somebody asked me to, I, I think if somebody asked me should I watch this film, I'd say yeah, but don't. It's not on me. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should, but if you that turns out to be bad advice, I don't know why you came to me. <laughs> it's like if you like Reanimator, you're gonna like this. Yeah, that's an actual. Yeah, like the thing is, like for the obvious reasons that yeah. it has so many of the same people involved. Yeah. Uh, but also, yeah, if you do like Reanimator, if you if you do like. Just the joy of horror. This this film is an excellent example of the joy of horror. What I like about Stuart Gordon is he's able to tell these really insular stories that have massive ramifications. Yes. And at the same time, he captures grotesqueness and satire and horror. Yeah. And he does it for a shoestring budget. Yeah. And you can't argue with that. Like, if you have a small 90-minute movie that is able to make fun of itself, able to have serious undertones, able to have real stakes... 
able to have decent, if not good jump scares, you have grotesqueness. And you're able to have all that, like in name is I can't remember the last point I made. <laughs> but um, if you're able to have all those things uh, and wrap it up into a 90 minute movie for fucking four and a half million, like, you know what I mean? That's an eight out of 10 movie for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So you don't know how to, yeah. You know what? That's it. It's a solid eight out of 10. It, because it, sometimes you have to look at a film and go, did it achieve what it set out to? Yeah. Like, I mean, I can't look at this film and kind of go, oh, Shawshank Redemption was better. Yeah. Like, that's, that would be a bizarre thing to say. Yeah. It'd be like saying, no, you could you could say Evil Dead 2 is better. You could say Evil Dead 2 is better. Yeah. At least that makes sense. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, oh, well, this was a better film. I'm like, yeah, well, I, yeah, I suppose I do I do agree with you, man. But yeah. I, don't, I don't think you're making the point you think you're making. Yeah, exactly. Because you know? yeah. <laughs> some, some movies, like, whether one's better or not, but it's like you say, it, it set out to do with something and it achieved its task. It's set out to uh, be perverse. It's set out to be uh, like groundbreaking. It's like in terms of special uh, effects. It's, what's it's, the word? Uh, pushing its parameters. Or uh, pushing boundaries. Pushing boundaries was mm. the word I was looking for. Yeah, that's pretorious, and that's what the story kind of is, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like that, that's what I like about this movie, though, because like it, whether or not it's silly, it's grotesque, it's sexual, or whatever, that all within it, it's 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 a good horror. You know what I mean? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, as you said, it's not scary. Of course it's not scary. Yeah. That's not Stuart Gordon's style. He's not out there building suspense and having Mike Myers come out and fucking no. kill some teen. No. Not, well, he's I don't think there's any jump scares in this, you know what I think about no, it. You it, know what I mean? Like, it very yeah. much so. Like, Creepy it, out it, with grotesqueness. Yeah, when, when, when it was time for grotesqueness, it presented it. Yeah. You got like because yeah, we knew when he was we knew when uh, Crawford was running up the stairs and Catherine had turned on the machine. We knew he opens up the door and it's happening. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the, it wasn't the, the medicine cabinet. Yeah, it was That's, close contact grotesqueness. Yeah. It was like constantly it was skin on skin. It was like a guy in his underwear trying to wrestle. But the guy was sadio sadiosexual. Yeah, uh, or sadosexual. What's that mean? Uh, oh, like sadomasochist. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. And uh, actually, as, as I asked the question, my brain your brain culprit you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think his ascension mm. tied right into his two passions. One, one being the the absolute extreme sciences, and one being extreme. Sexual. Once again, like Frank in Hellraiser, isn't yeah. it? Like that's when I watched this. It's like it really is reanimate or mixed with Hellraiser. Oh, it was. Yeah, and my yeah. brain tried so hard to combine those two names to make it funny, but I just couldn't make it. Oh God, Re Rihanna Razor. Rihanna Razor. That's the best I could come up with. Hellimator. No, Hellimator. yeah, you know it's not Rihanna there. Rihanna Razors, maybe. Yeah. No, we need more. We need to get Tink Tank. So I, I want to talk to my Bridgets again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but man, when we're like the biggest podcast in the world, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a pun a yeah. pun department. Yeah, I'd uh, be like, this is garbage. You know, yeah. I have to get the trade. Some of you likes working for cheap and doesn't mind the odd yeah. slap. I have to try take out Rogan first though. It's gonna be hard because he knows martial arts. Yeah. So I'm just trying to wait till he gets older. Yeah, I've got that, twenty years on him. Yeah, yeah, you've got you've got twenty years on him. Yeah, uh, so you just need to wait for another twenty years. I'm thinking. I'm thinking twenty years, and hopefully I'm wealthy enough to get a security guy to beat him up or something. Yeah, that's that's, that's what, what I'm thinking. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, maybe beige, hey, beige. <laughs> you're a pretty big dude. Yeah, I'm beige is a pretty big big dude. Want to help me out with Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> Even if you are, who's a, he's attracted to? The Rock. <laughs> yeah, well, the rock's a handsome man. But um, so no, to wrap up um from beyond, right? Uh, what would you, what would you say like about the whole aesthetic, the story, the characters? Do you think like you're gonna pay it? Uh, are you gonna pay it a visit another time? Would you? Re yes. Would you rewatch it? This, at some point, I'm seeing this film again. Yeah. Would you rewatch uh, this film? Or... Like again, to touch on the point, it set out and met. Like when he said that's a wrap, he made the film he wanted to make. Yeah. 
he successfully made the film he wanted to make. And if that's not the mm. film for you, that's fine. But he said, yeah. oh, and made the film he wanted to make. He kept that one feel and he he, he exploited it. He pushed it, he pushed it. It grew in grotesqueness. It crescendoed mm. in, a, in, a, in a final scene, explosion. She jumps out the window, compound fractures her leg, um, all of that. Yeah, oh, holy shit, man. Her knee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that is foul. Yeah, that's uh, one thing I like about this. Even in a surrealty, like or whatever, if that's a surrealism, that surrealism, yeah. he still captures this realism and the injuries and like fucking jumping out window. Most people in most horrors are grand. Yeah, his fuck, her fucking knee exploded. <laughs> that was and, fucking foul. It, was, it was a nice because her knee exploded, but she was also in extreme shock. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I remember the neighbor came up and goes, "What happened?" And I was expecting this like profound line because you know that's the way it's always set up at the end of it, and yeah. she goes. It ate his head <laughs> or something like that. And I was like, yeah. well, yeah, no, that's, you know I mean, I guess that's technically true. That's, you know? that's what would stay with you from that experience, though. Fucking right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, uh, to bring it to a wrap. Yeah. Thank you, Stuart Gordon, for the, for the, for the films that met us. And thank you from beyond, from just being a fucking cacophony of absolute fucking weirdness that was beautiful to revisit yeah. and just captures that. 80 and it probably doesn't get the plaudits it deserves yeah. because Reanimator is yeah, I have been on a, so a Reanimator long. poster and a Hellraiser actually and you said Reanimator and Hellraiser they're the two posters I have in my sitting room yeah and this I is mean, really a love child of the this two. is a love child of the two you yeah. know so it's definitely literally on the walls of my home yeah. it's, a, it's an underappreciated movie because it is very much so I can almost like family tree that bitch yeah. you know but the reanimator and the hellraiser and just have it down into yeah. it for me I think beyond. it just got lost in its own previous successes because like, I think it did yeah, yeah. and of course and if, if a director happens. makes just two movies he's going to have the, the that bit, that movie and that movie and that yeah. one will be the bigger one that's just that's yeah. just the way it goes exactly yeah. especially if two of them are quite similar and especially if the two are quite similar one will edge out yeah. and, and reanimator does edge it out yeah exactly it, not only does it edge it out in terms of quality it edges, edges out in terms of the consciousness yeah because I couldn't even remember this movie. Uh, so Reanimator obviously. Reanimator, yeah. It was our first Pivotal. episode. It was our first episode. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, that yeah. was your choice, like you know yeah. what I mean, like you know, and like it, that's a movie that stays with you. And obviously, like even though From Beyond has qualities, obviously it didn't stay with me because I'd forgotten about it. Whereas Reanimator, as soon as I've seen it, I've watched it like five, six times now. It's such a fun movie. Like some of the fucking lines from Herbert West. It's like you're a talking head. Well, no one's gonna believe me. Get a job. Get a job in a sideshow. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Some of the fucking lines in that movie. Like that movie is just so memorable and so quotable. Yeah. In comparison to this, even though this is such a good movie, I just think, as you said, Reanimator just kind of edged out, and because they're so similar, I just think Reanimator kind of maybe took its. Yeah. social consciousness mind space or something and people don't really remember from beyond in the same sense that they remember you lost the mire it just yeah. gets lost in the and because the 80s is like the golden age of everything you know oh, what I mean it like, just was you know so even if you have like a movie that we consider an 8 out of 10 horror in comparison to other horror back in the day it's contemporaries are the thing Evil Dead Friday 13th Nightmare on M Street Reanimator yeah, good luck. Halloween good luck. you know what yeah, I mean good luck. Child's yeah. Play like gremlins you know what i mean I just like want to you, say put cocaine back into horror yeah that's all i'm going to say because look at the 80s yeah and that's all i'm saying right it wasn't just creativity people <laughs> like pablo escobar did some terrible things yeah but he booked cocaine and horror <laughs> hashtag cocaine and hashtag horror. cocaine and horror. yeah yeah that's it that that that's it yeah <laughs> hashtag how do you how do you some of how do you solve that movie? Hashtag cocaine and heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's a beautiful, that's a wrap. <laughs> All right, so folks, that was From Beyond, and this is Invasion of Polly Snatchers. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel John Tui. And we got Karen Mack in the back, and we'll be back tomorrow with Interview with the Vampire. And um, From Beyond, 
Stuart Carden, we say thank you, folks, and we'll get the fuck out of here. No? Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm just wondering where Stuart Carden is right now. I like to think he's in exactly where he wants to be. Somewhere really fucking twisted. Yeah. Really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, folks. Peace out. See you next time.